You're about to listen to an episode of What the Hell Just Happened. Join Paul Edwards and his guests as they discuss interesting HR topics and solve some of our listeners' submitted questions. And occasionally I'll go off HR topic and talk about whatever I want to talk about. Think barbecue, space exploration, technology, money, managing, business, things that interest all of us. We get a lot of emails with questions. Stay tuned for details on how you can submit yours to the show. And now, let's get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of What the Hell Just Happened in HR. And what the hell just happened in HR is that we're having legislation passed across several states. The legislation is typically named something along the lines of the Crown Act. And as the name would indicate, these acts address what employers can and can't say or do when it comes to appearance policies. And specifically, when addressing how hairstyles, length of hair, head coverings, and all things that would have to do with anything that has to do with that. So anytime you're creating a policy for appearance or enforcing one for appearance, and maybe something that's been in place for you know quite some time now, you need to go back and look and make sure that if you have a Crown Act, that your policies and or your enforcement don't go against what that law allows you to do as an employer. As we go into today's episode, Harley and I are going to talk about appearance in general. We'll talk a little bit about the Crown Act and we'll share some stories. And I hope you enjoy the episode. Harley, you look like you have something you need to get off your chest. Paul, I actually, I have a confession of my own. What is it? I have a TikTok addiction. Harley, I have a confession too. It's bad. <laughs> it's, it's, and mine's connected to Reddit. Oh, no. Yeah, so I, I bounce back and forth between the two. Mm. My TikTok does feed me a lot of Reddit stories. Yeah? Uh, but lately, I don't know if it's picked up on the fact that I work in HR. But it's oh, feeding it me a lot of HR stories. Oh, it does. And there's a story that's gone particularly viral. It's been picked up by several news outlets of a woman who is doing what she calls malicious compliance mm-hmm. by standing up against a dress code policy against pink hair mm-hmm. by wearing really bad wigs to work. Right. So I'm going to assume she came in with pink hair one day and her supervisor went over and said, hey, I don't know if you know it or not, but that's against company policy. You can't have pink hair. She accepted a job with pink hair and didn't find out until her first day. Oh, she had pink hair. She had pink hair. Oh. And she did not find out until her first day that she wasn't allowed to have pink hair. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Which, like, I sympathize with that. I went through a very similar situation um, where I was basically, like, scalped, they like to say, by uh, one of the people that I've worked for in the past from a job that I had to go work for her. And mm-hmm. she kind of didn't put me through her normal process. Right. And I started the first day and the manager was like, you can't have nails that aren't neutral colors and short. Oh. And the people listening don't know this, but all my coworkers do. That's like a huge part of my identity is like kind of crazy, fun. Well, it's not like she said you can't wear your mouse ears to work. Right. It's not something I can take off and put back on again. No, I'm just, I'm kidding, Harley. (laughs) Okay. All right. He's trying to out me as a Disney adult on the podcast, which, yes, I'll own that identity. It's completely true. I'll own that identity. I am a it's really Disney bad. Adult. It's really bad, Harley. You know, Paul, just let me take you to Disney one time. I'll convert you. I don't think so, but <laughs> I would go if I was going to go to Disney. I would. I would definitely hire you to be my guide. 
Can you get me in the underground and do the back things where they actually give shots? Don't they give shots of Jaeger away in the underground? Isn't that <laughs> I don't how know that works? Shots of Jaeger. What? There's no shots of Jaeger in the underground at Disney? No. <laughs> you know, that is only at Disney World, though. Let's not go down this road, okay. Paul. We're going to talk about Disney the whole podcast. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. I got, look, she's got this crazy <laughs> grin on her face. She's just like, oh my God, we're going to talk about Disney. We'll do a whole of... podcast on Disney employment law. That'll oh, be a thing. Okay. So I had something kind of like that happen to me. Um, I was young and I got an interview at um, utility company in my town, which was really cool because my de- my degree was in energy technology and stuff. So tangential to that, I was going to get this job. And they offered me the position and the last thing, and I was so excited because it was an adult job. Like I was going to get paid more than minimum wage. <laughs> I was in my 20s and, you know, college is finally paying off the dream. The American dream's coming true, y'all. And the guy says, oh, look, one last thing. Um how about how about you shave that beard off? Um, we don't we don't have beards here, and uh, you know this is early eighties, mid eighties, something like that. I was like twelve years old. Um, Frankie's Frankie, our pro- producer, is laughing out loud at the idea of you being twelve in the eighties. Yes. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> um. Okay. So, Kind of the same thing. I'm very excited about it, and all of a sudden, I kind of get blindsided by it. And I kind of wish I had known before. Yeah. Um, and uh, I didn't take the job. The story gets even better. It, it 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 circles back around eight years later. But anyway, I digress. Well, I mean, the thing is, is not everyone has the opportunity to walk away. You know, some oh, people yeah. have put their financial security on the line when they accept a job. They leave a job they were secure in, they put notice, mm-hmm. they left, they started a job just to find out that, you know, the people who hired them weren't transparent about their expectations. Okay, so devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. Gonna play, I'm going to play the role of the employer because, you know, I am one. Yeah, do it. Um, really, it's just your nails. The color, the color doesn't matter, and the length of them doesn't really matter. And I know you identify with it, but um, you know it's it's not going to change who you are. You're still going to be able to be who you are. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm forbidding. I'm. It's not like I have a rule where you have to go home and get rid of all of your Mickey Mouse wear out of your. You can't possess it. <laughs> You're banning Disney from I'm my di- closet. From your from your closet. Oh, that might just eliminate my closet. Closets. <laughs> um. <laughs> I agree to an extent, but I think that people should have the opportunity to make that decision for themselves. Well, and I don't, I don't entirely agree with that, but I do have a counter to my argument, which is the same kind of thought that I had when the guy said, how about you shave that beard, you know, the mustache, of which I had that fuzz on my face ever since I was like, well, there was the first hair when I was like 13. And I, I like to think that I still have it. I shaved one time. I got, I got, uh, I had a girlfriend who I eventually married and she was like, I want to see you without it. And then, and then I shaved it off for her because, you know, mm-hmm. I'd never shaved it before. She was like, put it back, put it back. No, no, don't do that again. So, um, anyway, the counter is, is, um, the counter to that is, is really, how is this going to impact my ability to do my job? The color of my nails and even the length of them. Now, look. Depends on the role. Depends on the role and where you are. And regulation. And, and some regulation, OSHA, and, and there are some really, you know. Food safety. Good, good yes. All mm-hmm. kinds of reasons why you might want to address this, but in, not in all instances is, is that true. Correct. So if you're working in a back office or you're not front-facing, and even if you are front-facing to a certain degree, 
how would this matter? Now, those nails that go out and curl around four times and then hook into each other and then form like a a sentence, that's a bit much. Yeah. Like, let me ask you this. If I handed you a Pepsi with a screw top on it, could you take the top off without help? I can. My nails are not that long. No, then. Yes. My yes. nails have always been about this long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what they were complaining they about? Didn't, it, was the, it was the fact that I wouldn't do them like a nude color. Oh. Like they, so it wasn't even hardly the length of it. Mm-mm. It was It was the. It wasn't a length compliance thing with me. It was me. the color of mm-hmm. your fingernails. Okay. Nude natural colors were all that they allowed. Well, this has changed a lot over the years. I, I talk about this on the podcast. We were talking about hair color and tattoos and what people can see and what they can't see. I mean, I still have a problem if you have like six teardrops that indicate that you or your boyfriend killed six people together. Yeah. You know, under your eye. However... Um, I don't care if your hair is blue. Right. I don't care if your hair is blue when you go to uh, one of the big uh, conferences that we go to. I don't care if your hair is blue when you're answering uh, video calls. I, I just don't care. Well, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people would be willing to change those things about themselves mm-hmm. if they cared enough about a job. And they were, and, and the point you're trying to make is if they knew. Yeah. It's so easy to be transparent about that mm-hmm. during the interview process before someone accepts an offer. Help put it in your offer letter if that's the last place that you want to have that conversation. But putting people on notice that they're going to be asked to comply with a certain dress code policy is best practice, I think. And it avoids these awkward situations because. Then what happens when you have someone who wants to be maliciously compliant and they're showing up to work in anime wigs or Paul Revere wigs? Oh, I love her. <laughs> it is. It's bold. We're talking about a TikTok. We'll, get, we'll give you more details on the, uh, uh, on the other side of it. It's okay. Look, I both hate her and love her. Same. Ma- malicious compliance can get, you know, can be the bane of someone's existence, um, especially if you're like challenge me to fire you. Like, you know, yeah. you you made me mad. Now I'm 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 going to start doing these things to just kind of mess with you and everybody around me. I'm not a big fan of that. Um, no, and it's tricky too because wigs in the workplace need to be protected to a certain extent. There's a lot of reasons why communities would use wigs in the workplace: yep. religious, cultural, health reasons, medical reasons. I, and so I had trying a to draw a line yeah. in the sand that's yeah. forcing an HR department trying to mm-hmm. navigate that situation could result in people who need access to those things losing easy access and putting them in a position of having to advocate or to make a choice. Mm-hmm. They might have to make a choice between you know doing that. So, so like everything in HR, nothing's cut, nothing can be cut and dry. But I, I just want to go back a little bit more towards this, and I, I'm going to bring in the Crown Act. Yeah. Um, if we look at any legislation that's out there right now uh, that's kind of addressing s- parts of this, it is about natural hairstyles. Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, it, it, look, they're passing state by state. Surprised, I wouldn't be surprised to see something at the federal level. You guys have heard me say that many times because once the you know nine or ten states start to pass something, and you and then you get a state that you don't expect to pass it, pass yeah. it, and then that's when the feds are like, well, maybe we can write this rule in. Um, you know, even telling people they have to pull their hair back, mm-hmm. um, you know, if they do want their hair in a natural style, they have to pull it back. Could get you in some trouble underneath some crown acts. Mm-hmm. Um, so the crown acts refer to your head they generally referring to hairstyles and they're and they're basically saying look not not you know people don't need to straighten their hair for you right people don't 
you know, pe- people who wear their hair a certain way or cover their hair a certain way mm-hmm. need to be left alone um, unless you have a very, very good reason, business-associated reason with it. And that reason can't be it looks unprofessional. Exactly. Yeah. It's not sleek enough. It's not sleek enough. It doesn't fit our uh, mold. It doesn't, it doesn't fall into that. Um, but what's a person supposed to do? Like, I, I'm going to share a story with you. Okay. I had an employee come in. This is about eight years ago, and she didn't have her shoes on. And someone said, hey, where's your shoes? And, and if she had answered, I chose not to wear shoes today, they're in my car. I just decided to walk barefoot for a little while. My feet hurt. My shoes are over there. Her, her reply was, oh, oh, wow. And then that was a tell for me and, and their supervisor, which was she didn't realize that she's not wearing her shoes. Oh, and yes. so we're, we're worried about this person because mm-hmm. that's not something that is, you know, n- you know, normal. And the other thing is, is I need, I need you to wear shoes at work. Now, people listening will be like, why, Paul? Why do they have to wear shoes? <laughs> what, is, what do shoes have to do with HR? Hey, let me turn your stupid argument around on you, Paul. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, you know, I guess good point, but all the chairs here have rollers on them, and I don't want, I don't want her little toes crushed. How about that? Chairs. A, there's a lot of things that you. What if there's like a little piece of glass and then she steps on it? Well, and there's deco- no protection. Decorum, though. I do want to make that the point too. that decorum comes into play. So when people are looking at their uh, dress codes mm-hmm. or they're you know going through their decision making process about who they're going to hire and what they want their folks to look like, I think you need to really take a step back. And by the way, I started to say this earlier, and then I did what I always do. I left it sitting out there. I'm sorry, Ed, if you're listening. Um, This has changed over the years. It used to be no tats, no piercings, no this, no that. You have to wear this. Your hair's got to be pulled back like that. I mean, to the point that some doctors are like, I prefer blondes, you know, just like, you know, and not just male doctors, by the way, listeners. Um, And so, Mm -hmm. you know, this has really evolved over time for, I think, for a couple of reasons. One, as people age into – Leadership roles and ownership roles with blue hair and tats. Yeah. They make a decision that, hey, I can let other people do that. Yeah. Also, if you look up and society is uh, has tats and, and, and blue hair, we're just using these as an example, then you kind of begin to think, well, this is the this is the uh, this is the norm. These are the people that I'm serving. It becomes harder and harder to find workforce that doesn't that's have the third, those things. That's the third one, which is is if your best candidate has a, a, a more piercings in their left ear than you are comfortable with, by the way, 37. Uh, not not for me. Um, so you're, no, I'm just using I think it. you should get 37 piercings, it, Paul. I'm on it. I love it. I'm on it. Um, and so as we, you know, we were uh, interviewing for marketing people, uh, marketing manager a couple, uh, about a month ago. And, you know, we always hope that people will go out and research a little bit. Anyway, the, one of the people who uh, researched for as a candidate uh, saw some of our video footage of this show and and uh, said that they, they made a comment about me wearing T-shirts and not wearing a sport jacket. And exactly. I think they may have said something about I should cut my hair or whatever. You're going to pry that t-shirt out of Paul's cold dead hand. You know, you know, you know where they're not working right now? Here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
You know what though? I do appreciate their. I do appreciate the comment. And by the way, that wasn't a deciding no. factor. It, it was, no, seriously, it really was not a deciding factor. I just wanted to point out that people have opinions and, 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 mm-hmm. and what they're comfortable with. I personally, um, and I've always been this way, I don't think that wearing a suit and a tie and being dressed up really well uh, 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 actually indicates how good of a human being you are. And in fact, the people who ran the economy into the ground in 2009 and 2010 were wearing very, very nice uh, shirts and ties, who, who, who basically, uh, through their own greed, stole 60% of my parents' retirement, yeah. who they could have used now had it still been in there. So I'm not a, I, I really am not a fan around this, you know, this is this, by wearing suits, you're showing that you're at some stature or, or where you're supposed to be. I wholeheartedly agree with that. But what I also believe is that, especially regionally in certain parts of the country, oh, yeah. it's very possible that having a front desk person with blue hair and tattoos is would affect work. your business. It's not going to work, yeah. And so to those business owners' defense, I understand the policies that they create because they make the most sense for their business and, and their customers. They're intentional. Yes, they they are they are applied, and probably in this day and age, that that doctor he or she is not nearly as strict as they were ten years ago. But they still got to keep the blue hair in check. Correct. Right. Um, and the only piece that we really are trying to speak to in this, I think, is just encouraging people to be intentional in their disclosure of those policies to their candidates. Especially if your candidates are coming. And if you're doing a good job hiring people, Harley, you're actually taking good people away from other businesses. Yeah. You're taking them out of their job. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't hire someone who doesn't have a job currently. That's not, that's not my implication. But people who are looking to better themselves, who are doing excelling at their own work, are the kind of people who I'm trying to hire away. Correct. And, and, and pull into my business. I want them to bring those experiences, that maturity, um, you know, those skills, you know, a, a, the hard and soft skills, all those things that they can bring from another business. Last thing we want to do is surprise them with a uh, some kind of a more strict um, uh, dress code policy or hair policy or nail policy or whatever that is than they were accustomed to. So I think a couple takeaways for me is – can you be more open-minded about your policies? Maybe that's the first internal conversation you can have with yourself. Yeah. Secondly, if the answer is no, or even if it's and yes it's okay. and you've adjusted, um, still making sure you're disclosing those policies. I think, you know, if you're, especially if you're strict about it, put it in the job ad, you know, ask those people to not even put themselves up for candidates if you're not going to consider them. I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm not sure. I want it in the job ad. I and not that I don't have a re- legal reason for it. I, there's so much in the job ad already. That's true. I will say. I will say that. But I, I, here's the thing, Harley. What happens when someone comes in looking? Because that's what we're doing. It's called. You know. It's the, we call the resume the packet of lies. Mm-hmm. And they're not total lies. But you're trying to make yourself look as good as you possibly you're can. You're selling yourself. As you're a selling candidate. yourself. So you come in and everything looks normal. And then you show up the first day and you got Mickey Mouse ears on and you've got fake nails on that are 16 inches long, and you're not wearing shoes. <laughs> I. You know, I got I'm loving this image of my interview right now. I got a problem. <laughs> I got a problem. I may have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so you know it's it's not easy it's not it's not always as clear as the person showed up in front of you and they were wearing all their you know face piercings and everything mm-hmm. and so you knew to say something to them you Correct. knew you knew that you may have an issue there i want to hire you however i i need to know you're going to be front facing here and uh, 20% of our of our uh, patients are in their 60s and 70s. And it's just what we do here because we accept Medicare or whatever that is. And they're going to be a little bit freaked out if it, I have to put the right person up front. Yeah. I mean, if, if someone comes in, you're interviewing them, you love them, they've got pink hair. Hey, um, I, this all looks good. I think we might move you forward to the next process. How willing are you to change your hair color? Or what can to we wear do one of to bring seven... you ink to compliance with our dress code policy yeah. that works for both of because us? Because if it won't work for you, then I totally understand. Yeah. It's 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 completely And okay. maybe you are fine with them wearing a wig. Yeah. Maybe not an anime wig. Okay, let's talk about this really quick. Okay. <laughs> okay, so we both have a, you know, we're both, it's funny. You're saying TikTok shows you Reddit uh, things. Well, Reddit shows me TikTok things. Oh, great. We're just on the opposite. We're of, just on the opposite yeah. end of the whole thing while we have to go over the other things. So the there's, loop. there's, what, do you have her name? Do you, do, yeah. Do, um, so <laughs> I don't know if I could pronounce it, but it's E M U H L E E E B E E. There do, you go. I spelled it for you. You spelled it. Wait a minute. Where is it? Uh, <laughs> where, is it, where is it in our stuff here? It's the the link is the second blue link, yeah. This one. Mm-hmm. So that 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 oh. is her her profile. Oh, M- M- oh emu. M o l e b. Yeah. E m u h l e e. I assume her name is Emily. E b and she's spelling it phonetically. There's so many e's and b's. There's in a there. lot of e's. Like, and b's. look, if you can find her, she's just you know she's te- she has a lot of good humor in this. She's if you wearing just scrubs. Search, like wig malicious non-compliant. She's gonna be the she's first. She's gonna come like, up. Paul Revere wigs, bright yellow anime wigs. Right. right. You know, it's 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 hilarious. Mm-hmm. I love her stuff. She yeah. makes me laugh. She does have a good sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, yeah. There and, is and she nothing. turned a crappy situation she was put in mm-hmm. into a platform. Right. Which I respect. And they continue to allow her to do that without giving her a hard time. Yeah. Which I have I questions about the real life, like, oh, application oh, of this. Oh, whether or not she's just sitting at a desk at home pretending she's at work. Or if she, like, puts on, like, the really egregious wigs at work for, like, a few minutes for oh, a and video and the then, thing. like, puts on something right. else. Like, but I'm sure there is some version of this playing out in real time or right. has played out in the past. Well, if if I knew she was in my town working at a place like at a dental office or someplace I want to go to, I would seek that place out. It would be I would yeah. I would be like, where is she? I think it's hospitality. I brought her a wig. <laughs> so if I could figure out what hotel she worked uh-huh. for, I would go stay I at that hotel. She was wearing scrubs. I, she looks like it, right? So I had this whole conversation recently. It did look like scrubs, but uh-huh. upon closer inspection, it is a polo. Uh-huh. So, and I did in the news article, it said hospitality. So I want to trust the journalism being done here and believe them. All right, y'all. So hang up on the hang up on the podcast and go go get on your TikTok because we know you're you're addicted and uh, and go find this woman and enjoy Emily B and her wigs and, and her beautiful malicious compliance. I wigs. don't know that we really helped anybody here other than be aware of the Crown Act. Um, uh, have a reasons. Don't don't catfish somebody away from a job if you know they're going to have to change something substantial about how they look in order to work. You know, for your business. Yeah. I mean, or do, but just tell them that they're going to have to do that. Yeah. 
yeah, exactly. Okay, Harley, thanks for bringing both these, uh, well, this to us. We, everybody, we did a podcast before this, so I'm thanking her for both podcasts. Um, thanks, Harley. Thanks, Paul. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of What the Hell Just Happened. If you have an HR issue, question, or just want to add a comment about something Paul said, record it on your phone and send to podcast at wthjusthappened.com. We might even ask if we can play it on the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe and join us again next week. 